Welcome to Holiday Extras Suitcase Stories, the podcast that lets you travel the world without having to go anywhere. Join us, the team behind Holiday Extras social media accounts, as we unpack our suitcase of behind-the-scenes stories from recent trips, share our tried and tested travel hacks, test our travel knowledge, discuss the latest travel trends, and decide where to travel to next. Phew! How many times can one person fit the word travel into a sentence? Okay, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holiday Extras Suitcase Stories with me, India. Laura. Laura. And today we are joined by the lovely Katie. Katie. (laughs) And Katie, where in the world of Holiday Extras do you belong? So I belong as part of our people team uh, or our HR team. Um, My role is all around um, delivering actions on our sustainability strategy. So how can we be a more sustainable business um, and sort of driving actions to get that started, really? Yeah, it's a very, very important part of the company, very important part of the world right now, isn't it? So, um, yeah, and on that note, where's everybody been travelling recently? Where's everybody been in the last month? Because I know that some people have been further afield than others. Laura's got a glowing tan at the moment, still. She just makes me look pale. <laughs> so we filmed a video last week. Awful. And I, I have actually made myself look a bit paler than I did last week. <laughs> yeah, because it was the contrast between the two of us. No, it was I, insane. Good job, it's Halloween coming up, because I look like The Walking Dead. Oh, well, I, look, I look like I've literally been on a spray tan for five days in that video. It's, I'm the same colour as, like, I don't know, literally five-day spray tan. Well... I mean, there you go. So, are you going to tell everybody where you've been? Been to Mexico. It's officially the furthest away I've ever been. How was it? Amazing. I honestly go back. I recommend everyone to go. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's my first ever all-inclusive. I've never done that before, so that was fun. And I saw... Are you suede, though? All-inclusive? Self-catering all-inclusive, go. Oh, all-inclusive now. Really? Really, I... I loved it. I'd have to disagree. Same. I really loved it because, like, it was like going to a restaurant every single night. Like, all day, every day. I mean, you can eat yeah. whatever you like, whenever you like. Yeah, you? it was amazing. They just had all these different restaurants on site. I feel like you need a good amount of restaurants. And they, mm. that's probably a game changer because we only had, like, we were there for two weeks and the most we went to one place was, like, twice. Mm. Okay, so there you have got variety there. Yeah. You see, the only time that I've... Bent in a all-inclusive was also in Mexico, unintentionally. Um, so we went out with Holiday Extras to film a travel guide of Mexico, and the boutique hotel that we were meant to be staying in, which was pretty basic, I think it had breakfast, very small. And we got there, and they said, "Oh, sorry, we've we've overbooked, so we you haven't got space for you. But our sister hotel is an all-inclusive. We can get you in there." So we were like. Well, all right then. Okay, we need somewhere to stay. Fine. So we rock up and it's all inclusive, which is obviously full of couples and families on their holidays. And we're there, you know, the equipment in tow. Equipment in tow, <laughs> looking like the weirdest bunch three bunch of three people ever, you know, just just you know, just obvious people that wouldn't go on holiday together. Um and we got accused of um filming a porno when we were out there. No. Yeah. <gasps> what yeah. ran by the pool? Yeah. Because there was obviously all these holiday makers sitting there drinking their cocktails, 
people watching and they were watching us three yeah they were watching us three going in and out of the hotel room we were using the private beach as well with camera equipment and they were obviously all making stories up (laughs) around the pool going have you seen those three they know i would as well i definitely make up a story you've got time in your hands yeah and um so one of them with my book yeah be looking spying over the (laughs) sheet So, yeah, one of them came up to us and said, what are you guys doing? And in a very British way, John said, you know, oh, we are from Holiday Extras, a British holiday company, filming a travel guide. And he was like, he was American. He was like, huh, yeah, okay, that's your story then. And he was, John was like, sorry, what? And he said, well, we think you're shooting a porno. <laughs> you're in and out that hotel room with those cameras like yo-yos. Oh and we're trying God. to work out where she's from oh. <laughs> by pointing at me. And I was like, oh, gosh. And, um, yeah, that is my experience with a all-inclusive. So it's a little tainted. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have that. No. That's, that is taking all-inclusive oh to next level. On that note... <laughs> There was so in our resort it was lovely adults only. There was like two sides, which we basically called it the uh, Tui side because I went with Tui, and then the other side was basically the American side. And then in the middle, there's this place called the Hidden Beach, and it's a nudist. Did you go? Really? Really? No, you, you could buy a day pass though. <gasps> I would have a day pass. Yeah, yeah, it was a separate one. It was like a, a little separate resort in the middle of it all. So it was like all fenced off and everything. And I think they had their own little bit of the beach and stuff. And but yeah, nudist. How much was it? I don't know. But on the last day, we went to this restaurant and we were sitting next to these two people. It turns out the woman was she grew up in England, and we were having a chat to them. Turns out. They were from the nudist beach. And then the guy was like, you say my name and they give you a free day pass. And we were like, we're absolutely going home. It's not what you know. It's he known the nudist world. (laughs) Yeah. Would you ever, would you ever? No. Yeah, why not? I don't like timelines. I like to do a yearly skinny dip. (laughs) Yeah. Quite like that on my sort of yearly must have to do. Mm. Um, But I'm not sure about... The sunbathing naked. Would you do it? I don't think so. I don't think I'd want to see other people naked as well. Yeah, and I don't know who sort of goes to nudist beaches, but a bikini is enough for me. It's hard enough to get into bikini, Mm. let alone. Laura's well up for it. I, I mean, (laughs) she'd be paying the extra. (laughs) She's gonna like ask me afterwards. She's like, "Um, "What's that beach called?" (laughs) Hang on a minute. (laughs) No, I, I just think I wouldn't be looking. No, but <laughs> if you didn't like tan, I don't like tan lines. Yes, so. that's the ideal oh, have way you seen to do the bikini it. That's like um, you can't see through it, but apparently UV light's meant to be able to go through it. Ooh. so you don't get tan lines. There you go. I once, I remember, I was probably about twelve. I was on holiday in France, and I had a black and white stripy um, swimming costume. And I remember, and I wore it all holiday. And I remember at the end of the holiday, I had stripy tan lines because the white bit oh. was obviously much. I didn't have dinner and the the UV lights got through. So I had stripes all down my body (laughs) from this. So, yeah. You don't necessarily need a a special UV one. (laughs) What a tan that is. I know. It's like a zebra. Zebra crossing. Yeah, zebra crossing. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. Laura, where have you been? I No, actually. But I am going to Dublin tomorrow. What are you doing out there? I'm actually going to see my favourite band with all my girlmates. Oh, are oh, you? How fun. That's so cute. Um, yeah. What's your favourite band? You're not revealing the band. I'm not going to because <laughs> I don't want them to get too popular because their tickets will go up. <laughs> <laughs> I love 
Um, but no, it should be good. Scooper Bus, oh, Temple fun. Bar. Love it. We love to see it. All the good spots. Yeah. I've never wait. been to Dublin, but I've heard. Yeah. <gasps> You've not been to Dublin? No, never been well, to Ireland. Either. I've never been to Ireland. Honestly, And my you have granddad's to go. from Ireland. So I've, and I've never oh, you been. definitely need to yeah. go. The nicest people, honestly, the oh, nicest people I've ever met from uh, around the whole world go to Ireland. Oh, there we go. You heard it here. <laughs> on, on the band note, have you seen in Vegas the new Sphere? Yes. Oh, the U2 one. Yeah, the U2. Mm. U2 did the first gig in it last night. And How this, cool It looks very be. futuristic, doesn't it? It looks amazing. I feel mm. like it turns, A, like going to see your favourite band into even more of like a destination-y mm. type thing to go to. I think that's really cool. Because I would definitely go to Vegas now just for that. Mm-hmm. And also, I always thought this, like some places you really can't see your ba- like your favourite band very well. No. And it turns into like a, more of an experience, doesn't it? Where you see yeah, like all the screens around you and it's, you're yeah. like in an immersive... It'd be the first of many, I think. Yeah, I think so thing. too. It's really cool. It's very, very looks cool. Awesome. I want to go. Mm. I've I've heard though that it, tickets are like sold out for forever. Yeah, like you, oh. they're just you, you, if you want to go, you can't at the moment. But I'm sure, it'll die down. Yeah, Katie, what about you? Where have you been? Well, well actually, I do know one of the places. I was going to say we had a lovely trip to Brussels, didn't we? Recently, we did. We went to Brussels. Was it last week? I think it was. I don't even know. <laughs> Life just yes. goes so quickly. Yes, it was a bit of a whirlwind trip, wasn't it? It was a bit of a whirlwind trip. So we went for the Travel Foundation event. Mm-hmm. Um, so our charity partner that we work with, Travel Foundation, um, it, they're celebrating their um, 20-year anniversary. Um, so they invited us along for um, sort of doing a bit of a rebrand. So they wanted to uh, a chance for everyone to meet because they're based in quite a lot of... Um, they're based all over well, all, all over the world now, not just Europe. Yeah, yeah. America, everything. So I guess it was a... Def- but definitely for, for people in Europe, it was a bit of a hub. Yes. So we drove over there. There was five of us squeezed into a VW Golf <laughs> with all our stuff, which was a bit of a... Interesting. It's cosy. Yeah. <laughs> Who drove? Ant drove. No. He, he was a lucky one. Well, actually, he wasn't because... Thought, oh, he's lucky. He gets a bit more leg room, you know. Driving the passengers, best spot in that car. That is the best spot because when it came to driving through Brussels itself, oh, well, he definitely went went down a bus lane at one point. (gasps) Went down a bus lane, and I think, and also there wasn't a point where we felt like we were going round the wrong way, round the the whole time. The whole time, it was busier than London. It was intense, yeah. And the sat nav was not particularly very helpful either. Um, Yeah, it was quite a. It was a really buzzy city actually it was a lot busier than i thought it would be i imagined brussels to be i think because belgium is so small so you think that the capital city would be quite small and quaint but actually it's it's a lot sounds crazy it? yeah i'm glad that i might driving add that to my do not drive in that location list 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah absolutely well, what were your... Because it was your first time in Brussels, wasn't it? It was. What were your thoughts? So I'd been told before we got there, um, my dad had recommended um, as one of the landmarks to go and see, I don't know if anyone's heard of it, uh, is a statue of a little boy peeing. Apparently, it's, it's the big thing. Um, <laughs> and it really and it, is. And it, it, it literally is. So what? Yeah. So everything there... Well, everyone goes to see that? Yes. We no. did We did go and see we it. We did. You did? Um, Bit of an anticlimax, not gonna lie. It's oh, is very, it like, very small. Is it like the little mermaid statue? I've heard <laughs> exactly. that's an anticlimax it, that, as well. Yeah, you go there and Ooh. I want to say it was half a metre. No. Yeah, and, and quite higher up. Um and you're like, oh, is that it? But all the souvenirs 
Oh, Katie bought some chocolate. Even that was yes. in the everything. Everything yeah. and there's quite a lot of um, phallic-shaped items. Mm, as well. Donuts. There was a whole I'm, donut shop that mm, was I'm themed around that. Yeah, wow. it was a little bit like. Mm, yeah. To be fair, yes. I actually don't know the history behind I don't, it. At all. We were I just, didn't. You need just, to know. You just, just accepted it. You're like, okay. Was like, we have to normal. go and see this thing, yeah. and yeah. then we sort of came back and went, okay. And then we thought, right, let's go and do the next most Brussels thing to do which is eat a waffle <laughs> and that was equally as disappointing no. that was very yes. disappointing why was it a disappointing waffle well we went to this fancy pantsy shop because we thought you know do the fancy pantsy mm. one and um, well I it was warm wasn't it the waffle it was warm we saw them make it in front of us yeah, but it was Tasted but, really stale yeah no, it, was then, dry, it was really and then dry. when I researched it it did say that it's meant like they it's made with yeast instead of what well, not using yeast or whatever so I think American waffles are quite like doughy but it's not as doughy and it just makes it a bit it's meant to be crisper on the top but it was just mm. a bit yeah. well, we were quite disappointed yeah. with it I was really excited about waffles we had well because we were filming them doing it so we could bring something back for social we said make us the most beautiful colourful not colourful but prettiest thing so it was it was caramel ice cream with caramel sauce, salted caramel sauce, yeah. and it was something else caramel. It was a lot of caramel. It was a super sweet as well. Whereas I think for me, I can't, you can't beat a Nutella waffle. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I kept hinting to him, like, Are "You sure not a bit of chocolate?" No, no. He was going, "No, no, it's not as nice looking." And I was like, oh, "Fine." Right, it, looked pr- it looked pretty. It did look it nice. It did look fancy, taste. but it. It, right. That was also a bit disappointing. I have to mm. say, it's not my favourite city, Brussels. Do you not recommend? Yeah. Zero out of ten. I, mean, I don't I guess, uh, why would some? Why? What's the incentive for someone to go? I would apparently their Christmas market is lovely. Oh, Do that's you know what? true. The main square. Bruges, where, I think Brussels Bruges is really well. good. I imagine. Mm. I think they all they go for it, don't they? In Belgium, just generally. But their main square was beautiful, wasn't yes, it? Yes, that was really very beautiful, nice. and uh, that's probably where where it was. And the event that we were at was sort of on this, the top of this building in this main square. So you could kind of look out upon all the rooftops and that was absolutely <gasps> stunning. And, you, and there was like lots of little rooftop bars and stuff, which would be really cool to go and see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the event itself was great. And Travel Foundation, a really, really amazing charity that Holiday Extra has been working with for how many years now? Since 2011. Which is... My maths isn't working. Since 2011. <sighs> A long time. 12, 12, 12 years. years. Thank you. 12, Sorry. 12 years. Yes. 12 years now. And yeah, they support governments and sort of projects everywhere to kind of create this sustainable travel vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and also obviously quite inspiring for the work that you do. Indeed. As well. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um, so I think Travel Foundation really plays into our. Um, one area of our sustainability strategy so um leave only footprints is one pillar um, and that's all around helping our travel uh, our customers to travel more sustainably um so obviously all the work that travel foundation are doing and the fact that we've got that partnership with them it's it's really showing our customers that we you know as much as we're sort of um giving them recommendations on how they can travel more sustainably mm-hmm. it's also sort of putting the proof in the pudding of what we're doing as well as a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having that partnership is really important to show that it's something that means a lot to us. And we're aware that we're a travel business and, and actually the sort of challenges that 
that come with that in terms of being sustainable? Because I think that's a, a really good point, isn't it? Because traveling isn't the most sustainable practice in the world. Um, but there are ways to do it more sustainably. Absolutely. And I think this yeah. is what your team are doing, the work that you're doing. It's about trying to give customers and people options when they're traveling to make more sustainable choices. Exactly. I mean, no one wants travel to stop. No. Um, you know, we don't want people to stop being able to explore the world. It's really good for those local communities. It's great mm. for your well-being. Um, it's actually just thinking about, you know, how can we, as you say, do it in a more sustainable way. So we're actually giving something back when we go to those places as well, rather than just taking. So Yeah, absolutely. So what have you got coming up? In the Leave Only yeah. Footprint space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something very exciting we're working on at the moment Um as I say, we, we understand there's a there's a want from customers to travel more sustainably, but actually it's really hard to find, you know, find those products. And how do you know how to travel more sustainably? Mm. So um, we're looking at building a rating for our website um, so that each of our products, so we're starting with hotels and each of our products will have a rating on how sustainable um, they are. So we're, we're um, sending an audit to all of our suppliers. What are they doing in that space? Um, just so we can help customers make more informed decisions so that's really exciting and then yeah. we're going to branch that out to all of our products eventually amazing yeah. so watch this space indeed i like it amazing right so well since we found out where everyone's gone whilst you've been on your travels has anybody got a little any travel hacks for yes. me yes no it's keen this is all inclusive and i've actually got it here have you yeah because i drink out of it now Ooh. on an all-inclusive take an insulated mug so not only is it obviously sustainable because, you know, not using plastic, yeah. um, um, it's reusable, so that's good. But also it's insulated, so it keeps your drink cold. So while I was on holiday, I had frozen cocktails in my little re- thingamajiggy and it kept it ice cold for the whole time I drank it. This it is a fantastic great. hack. Yeah. And it's got a lid. So like if you're in the pool floating around, as you do, the pool water's not going in. So was this a complete... Was this a mindful hack or a coincidence hack? Mindful. Someone told me. Okay. Someone told me. They were like, you should get one because it will keep your drink cold. And I was like, that's a really good idea in the heat. But I just found so much more uses for it. A, like the cups that they gave you filled up to about there. And if you have one of these, they fill it all the way to the top. So your strawberry daiquiris are all the way to the top. And I did. It was strawberry daiquiri, actually. Was like, I bet it was. Yeah. I would be drunk off one. No. <laughs> yes. And then also you can put water in it and keep hydrated, obviously. <laughs> Have you got strawberry daiquiri in there yeah, now? Do you, know, do, you know else, do you know what else is good about this? You can take that through the airport and use the water stations yeah. rather than buying, because obviously you can't yeah. take liquid through yet. Um, so yeah, you can use the water stations at the airport. Because I do normally take my bottle with me, but obviously yeah. you can't be using a bottle. You don't want to put your daiquiri in a, in a I, bottle, no, do you? This, in is, a this is very sophisticated looking. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Available from all of your online sources or <laughs> in-store purchases. Places. That's great. Amazon. Yeah, I did get it from Amazon. <laughs> As is most things that we yeah. get nowadays, let's be honest. Um, Laura, H, what's your hack? Do you know what? I don't really have one at the minute. No. The only thing I have found is... No, <laughs> I think I'm just so not travelled for like a month that I'm like, I don't you know. get out of it. No, not really. Yeah, I think so. that a lot of companies need to sort out being able to add your boarding pass to Apple Wallet though. Yeah. 
that yeah. you can do some. most of them but yeah. they're not all, like Ryan you can't I don't think yeah that definitely needs to happen yeah it just it? makes it easier because then people aren't printing it and also yeah. why do BA let people print their boarding pass at the airport that when you, you, everyone's oh, got a smartphone nowadays we had to so for Mexico because we flew over I think I think this is why they said it because we flew into American airspace we all had to have physical tickets why oh is that oh I don't know why that's what the, and I don't know if it's true that's what the woman at the desk told us because I was like oh I've tried to get my boarding pass on my phone but I can't get it like when we checked in our bags she was like oh no don't worry you have to come to us because we have to give you a ticket that is such a waste of paper yeah massive waste of paper when all other countries manage without yeah. it apparently America, some, something about <laughs> US airspace or rules and stuff or... Ooh, the only thing I have done for Dublin is I've, I've put a reusable shopping bag in my hand luggage to use at the airport rather than getting a plastic bag that's a very good idea because well yeah just having I have one that sort of goes into a little triangle yeah, thing yeah. and clip on yeah. Yeah, brilliant use it all the time and you can use it for anything as well mm. when you're like away yeah exactly it's always handy isn't yeah. it so very good love that Katie um, I mean I was going to say about the reusable um, so sorry <laughs> that's alright uh, it's a good hack um, what I would say is uh, definitely try to go local where you can obviously try and if you walk a little bit further away from sort of the touristy areas you can usually find especially like for food and things like that mm. trying to go go eat with the locals a little bit more um, you tend to get better better food more authentic and helping those small businesses as well which is always really important we actually definitely. did that didn't we in Porto yeah we did so in Porto I'm not sure if we I think we've talked about it on the podcast before actually mm. but in Porto we asked our hotel reception person um any recommendation they had and she directed us up to like a yeah. back street somewhere and we went to this restaurant they only took cash like because it was super local um we were really lucky to get in because i actually don't think they had space but then they made space for us and um it was a restaurant that was owned and run by people that did a vineyard in the local area so the only reason they had the restaurant was to showcase their wines and also like do almost like a menu that pairs really well with their wines. That's cool. Yeah, really I think that is. I think that is so important, isn't it? Ask, ask a local for for advice. Yeah. Because we even found it when we were in Brussels. We kind of were suddenly really hungry. It was lunchtime. We were standing in the middle of the main square, and we were sort of we had Hannah with us, who's vegan, and you're vegetarian. And we were going around trying to find somewhere to eat, and everywhere seemed just totally overpriced. I didn't have the right thing on the menu and. We ended up well. We ended up eating Asian food for lunch and Asian food for dinner oh, because so good, though. it was really good. So but good. it's because it was we hadn't really spent that much time sort of doing much research. No. It was just like we knew that it was going to have Pater. vegan stuff on the menu, and it was just an easy kind of go to. But actually, we could have very easily asked at the hotel, and then they would have given us yeah. some advice. Also, yeah. it was dramatically cheaper yeah. than every other food we had. It's like it, the value for money on this meal was incredible. It was like it, yeah, yeah. We'll go again. Really yeah, it's same. definitely worth it, isn't it? Go and avoid anything that looks like a chain. Go and find those really nice, authentic mm. local, local spots. Yeah, love that. Amazing, cool. All right, so travel quiz time. Uh-oh. You got a point last week. One point. That's good for you. That is. I'm going to take that as a win. Yeah, oh, this week I'll get none. What? You never know. You never know. I'll try my best. Um, 
Laura, did you win it last? You did? Did I win it? I think it was, was it Sarah? I can't remember. I'm, sure I'm going to say I won it. Of course I you I won are. it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have three travel questions for you. Okay. Um, Laura's noise is... Obviously, Ooh. she sounds like a chicken. <laughs> That's very boring. So what's your noise going to be today? <sighs> woo! Love it. Brilliant. Perfect. Haven't had that yet. Haven't had a woo yet. <laughs> Take that. Sure. All right, question number one. What is the largest desert in the world? Yes. The Sahara. Nuh-uh. I just guessed the only <sighs> desert I knew. It's a bit of a trick question, one. I've got to admit. <laughs> Can't think of any um, Is it in America? No. Oh. I don't think anyone's going to get this one, actually. I'm looking at it. Going, is it like a coastline? Indy, you're being way too clever. Like, it's not a sandy one. Oh, I feel planet? like I know this, but I don't. Oh, it's, is it a, is it a sea? It's something to do with the sea. No. <laughs> is it in Russia? The largest desert in the world is not a sandy one, but the Antarctic desert. It covers the entire continent of Antarctica and is classified as a desert because it receives very little precipitation. Well, Fun fact of the day, everyone. Your hair won't get <laughs> frizzy there, then. Um, okay, question number two. Which European city is known as the Venice of the North due to its many canals and waterways? Woo! Yeah. Bruges? No, not Bruges. Car. Oh, it's Amsterdam. Yes. Oh. Well done. Very good. I love the smug look mm-hmm. I get all the time. <laughs> Amsterdam in the Netherlands is, re- is often referred as to as the Venice of the North because its extensive canal, sy- canal system is pi- and picturesque waterways. There are lots of canals oh. in, in, um, in Amsterdam. It's not just yeah. bikes. It's not, not just bikes. Just and it's bikes. not just brothels. Mm, it's no. or cakes, or cakes. Oh, space cakes. Oh, those kind of cakes. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, cakes. I didn't eat a cake when I was in. Love <laughs> <laughs> cake. Those kind of cakes. <laughs> um, so there we go. Okay, question number three, and this is one that I learned this week actually. So I thought I'd put it in because mm. I did go to an orchard and I had a little tour. Oh. Where? What country? Are apples from? Or do they originate from? Greece. No. <laughs> England. No, that's what I said. You think of a nice English apple, don't you? Where yeah. have you been on this tour? Tour? Is that of interest? No, it, it was actually in Kent. Oh, it was in Kent. It was well, you it found Kent, out but this is the... Uh, the um, what's it called? Brogdale. Yes, it was. Oh, it's good there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. How about... Yeah. Um, a tractor and everything. Yeah. France. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think <laughs> of... Borat. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yes. No way. I was actually looking at, we've got a map over there. Yeah. It's it's almost staring at you now, isn't it? I was looking at the map and it did keep jumping out to me. Mm. It's because it's right there. Yeah, it's literally in the middle of the map. So yeah. Whoa. Kazakhstan is where the apple originates from in Central Asia, east of the Caspian Sea. Alma-Ata, I'm probably mullered saying that, sorry, um, is the capital of Kazakhstan until 1997, and it means full of apples. Do they? Does the um, pink ladies come from there? Oh yeah, I love, oh, a, pink I love a pink lady. They are the no, best. Hundred percent. They're always a little bit more expensive. They're quite bougie. I'm, I'm happy to pay it. Yeah, I'm apple. happy to pay it. I think it's worth it. Hundred percent. But um, yeah, by 1500 BC, apple seeds had been carried throughout Europe. So the Greeks and the Romans cultivated apples and bought them everywhere else. 
I do think I've now got two right, though. No, you won that one, definitely, I'd say. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. They were really tricky questions. I probably was being a little bit too sneaky then. Hello, Sorry. darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. Now it's the time of the show where we get a listener to send a voice note through of a travel story. And we have to try and guess whether it's true or false. Okay, here we go. So once upon a time, we were on a trip to Amsterdam to see a band that we really like uh, and just also to enjoy a nice little city break. Um, we thought it would be quite fun to in, just explore the red light district one night. Uh, and um, yeah, obviously you're not allowed to take pictures down there. Someone clearly missed that sign and uh, had their camera right out. Um, a lady came out and uh, took it quite personally. She chased him most of the way down the street, and while he wasn't looking where he was going, he tripped and fell straight into the canal. So, um, yeah, bad day for him and his camera. <laughs> Very fitting, given our recent travel trivia question about Amsterdam and the canals. Oh, I really hope that's true. Because <laughs> it's really and You can funny. really imagine it, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... Has anyone been to Amsterdam? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Is it... Is well, there, the canals canal are... If you, if you go in the red light district, the canal, you're... It, they are right so in front true. of you. I'm trying to think about the camera thing, if that's true. I, would imagine, I mean, that makes sense, not mm. to take pictures, but I can't remember mm. that. True. But there's canals everywhere, so that's really quick. You I also think really quick, that, like, yeah. you know, those Committed. women are probably really annoyed when they when people are taying photos and it's clear there's, there's signs everywhere they're clearly saying, probably saying if you want a picture charge you yeah, gotta pay. you come on this I mean my business well, yeah I'd be the same so Nothing's I think it's true world. yeah I'm going true as well oh, I'm gonna go false I'm gonna go false I've got my little paper here <laughs> oh big reveal is it true or false da, 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 da. it is true oh, fell in the canal Ooh. There we go. <laughs> Soggy story to tell. And the question is, did the camera survive? Oh, I wonder what kind yeah. of camera it was. Mm. I mean, I would have laughed. Well, that will be the last time he breaks the rules. That's what I'm saying. Respect the signs, respect women. Exactly. Boom. There we go. <laughs> That's one way to end the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that one's true. So... Um, yeah, Katie, you were the one that's fine. It's fine. I took a took a chance. Took a chance there. Yeah. Took a chance. Um, well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Holiday Extras Suitcase Stories. We hope you enjoyed traveling the world with us. And don't forget to subscribe to this show so you never miss an episode. We love hearing from our listeners, so please feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels and share your own travel stories and tips. Until next time, happy travels.